This is a legacy episode of the Lesbian Historic Motif podcast, originally released as part of the Lesbian Talk Show podcast group. Some references may be obsolete. The show looks at lesbian-relevant themes in history and literature, has interviews and discussions about current historical fiction with queer female characters, including fantastic versions of the past, and presents new original historical fiction for your enjoyment. Last week, we had Catherine Lundoff on to talk about her own writing. This week, she comes back to participate in our historic book appreciation feature, where she squeezes about her favorite books with queer female characters in historic settings. Well, there, there's a number of different things I like. I, I can think of a number of books that are by lesbian, by trans women, but they have male protagonists. <laughs> so I was thinking of in particular Melissa Scott's and Lisa Barnett's Armor of Light, which is it's an alternate history about Christopher Marlowe and Sir Philip Sidney. And Christopher Marlowe doesn't get assassinated in Deptford and, you know, wacky hijinks ensue. It's a great book. I keep hoping that Melissa will do a sequel to it. Um, but in terms of books with queer characters, one of the ones that I'd like to recommend that I think isn't as well known for the lesbic readership in particular is a trilogy called Tomoe Gozen. Oh, yes. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Um, but that's another Jessica Amanda Solinson work. And it's based on the life of a woman who was a, she was a Japanese historical figure who was an actual fighter. She fought with uh, Naginata, it, it, and it's, it's kind of a scythe-like spear. It has a sort of curved blade on the end of it. And she was, at various times in her life, both a nun and a fighter who was involved in all of these different political things that were going on in the time period. And in the course of the three books, she is revealed to be bisexual by contemporary standards again. And I don't remember if she's actually, if she's a lesbian or not. I'm thinking that she's bi, because I think she does have a, a, one romance with a man. They're, they're very, very rich books. They're very interesting. They've been out of print for a while, which is unfortunate, but they may be available in ebooks. A lot of things are coming back in ebooks. So that, that's probably one of my, my favorites of the historical end of things that I can think of off the bat. I, of course, you know, enjoy your books as well, because Buritanian romances are just fun. They're just great books. Presumably the people listening to this are already reading your books, I hope. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to avoid having the, the book squee part of the podcast to be just a, an appreciation of my books, because that looks I, bad. I can see that. I can see that. Emma Donahue, you know, has <laughs> got to be one of my, my favorite authors. Slammerkin. I think I cried all the way through the last third of Slammerkin, and I, I am not somebody who weeps much. Can, can you uh, tell a little bit about what the book's about? Slammerkin is about a young British woman who was a, a real person um, who worked as a prostitute in London and ended up through a variety of, of, of things, that, of circumstances, going to work for this prosperous rural family. And somewhere along the line, things went hideously awry and she ended up being accused of murdering her mistress and she ended up hanging for it. And so slammerkin is a slang term from the time period, I believe it's mid 17th century, um, for, of the time period for a prostitute. Hmm. And it's, it's a very intense book because it's written entirely from her perspective. You know, Donnie was very sympathetic toward all of the different things that this woman would have had to mesh together to make it work, to go from a 
reasonably prosperous career as a prostitute in London to being a servant in the country and where that went wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a very interesting book. It's a very intense read. And I find that with most of Donahue's stuff. I mean, she does a lot of really great, you know, historical books. She's also got a collection of lesbian fairy tales called Kissing the Witch that's well worth tracking down. So Donahue is definitely somebody I would recommend. Sarah Waters. Yes, there's always Sarah Waters. (laughs) There's always Sarah Waters. I was just recommending a gothics panel that I was on at WISCON. I was recommending Affinity which is her novel about the seance and spiritualist movements in Victorian England. And it's about a a woman who is queer, you know, but is from a noble background and has to kind of pass herself off as continually ill and always going to these seances. And she gets sucked into this sort of criminal underworld that also accompanied the seances and so forth. It's beautifully written. It's beautifully written. It's well worth tracking down. I know Fingersmith gets a lot more play of her novels mm-hmm. in the time period, but I think Affinity is also very, very good. And I think, you know, between the two of them, they're just, they're amazing, amazing authors. So glad I discovered them when I did. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of your favorite uh, queer female historical fiction with us. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lesbian Historic Motif podcast. See the show notes for links to people and topics. Most shows will have a transcript linked as well. If you have a book announcement, a topic suggestion, or might like to appear on the show, please drop me an email. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it and subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and consider supporting our Patreon 